0: Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: All week. All (laughs) week, right? Mm. I have been looking forward to those brownies. Yeah, We've talked about it before, Gene Devers. Sorry, we'll start the episode in a minute. All week, I think, right, recording on Friday. I've been good this week. I'll have one of the amazing peanut butter brownies that they do. We get there, and some greedy, greedy bar steward has bought all the brownies for his office because mm. they're that good. All week, I've been looking forward to them
0: pissing brownies. And we weren't told which office, so we couldn't go and ram raid it.
1: No. All week. Instead, we got banana bread. What is it? Lockdown 2020. Banana bread. Anyway, moment on the lips, forever on the hips. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Help I Sexed My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Christ, Ben, how big is this font today? Tiny. (laughs)
0: It is quite small.
1: The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, should I tell my neighbour I can see through their blinds or am I going blind? (laughs) And how do I ever get in an igloo ever again? I mean... I can't say I've ever been in an igloo, have you? How does an igloo get in you? Yeah. And what did you do if accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunt. Sorry, Ben's putting off the script in a tiny format font today. We're not usual agony aunts, are we? William oh, Hansen. William Hansen, <laughs> the UK's leading etiquette expert.
0: No, we're not, Jordan North, Radio 1 presenter. I'm more Downton Abbey. You're more downright shabby. Mm,
1: I'll take that. From
0: Jen Merchant. I'm shabby chic. <laughs> shabby shit.
1: <laughs> what a shabby chic? I'm sorry, but if you describe yourself or your interior as shabby chic, it's the same. Per- it's the same type of people call themselves a foodie. Oh. oh, I'm a right foodie, me.
0: Oh, you're really on one
1: today. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Pissed off because of the brownie. Oh yeah, we're proper foodies, me and
0: Bob. Oh, piss off. <laughs> oh no, tell yeah. you what, tell you what annoys me on Twitter: coffee lover great, or lover of gin. Gin
1: lover.
0: I mean, I like gin, don't we get me wrong, but I'm, it? it's not my entire identity. I like
1: coffee. Yeah, so our interior's shabby chic. Oh, piss off.
0: <laughs> anyway, talking of which, oh! let's, uh, let's have a splash. Bloody Nora. We're just our... You know, we've said that we should do a tiddly episode. Yeah Well obviously next week It's our live stream episode mm, We'll get pissed And it's of an evening We'll get pissed Where it's a slightly more Socially acceptable time I think we but Yeah we've got a pub after as well Can right? you remember in our last live Are lives? we allowed in it Like at no, night no.
1: What time are it open till this We'll break the
0: rules I'm going to have to Kick the bloody
1: door in again Aren't I Pick the <laughs> lock um, Can you remember last time the we hell did... will you? Jesus is <laughs> everything all right right at home <laughs> yes. He's just pouring himself A pint of gin and the bonnet <laughs> A pint again. Guinness a pint. That's a full pint of gin and a bonnet. Are you all right? You're your mother's son all right.
0: <laughs>
1: um, you get that? <laughs> clip that up
0: right now. Um, you know, in our last live stream, mm. which we did, I think, in 2021, 20, one, maybe, one. it was sort of kind of COVID-y time, um, we did a live stream. Do you remember, I won't go over it now, but I, I said something that got us into a slight bit of bother. Mainly you.
1: What? What did you say?
0: Someone had written in a le- letter about relationships at work. And oh. I innocently turned to you and said, have you ever had a relationship with someone at work? Anyway, and it all got a little bit awkward. And I genuinely said that hand on heart, forgetting.
1: Yeah. For what? Forget what? Forgetting what?
0: And then the papers phoned you up and said, is it true that you're in a relationship with X? Which is not true at oh, all. Oh, yeah. In yes. Fact, I remember you phoned me and you said, "Oh, they think I'm in a." Basically, they
1: thought I was in a uh, relationship. So the papers, uh, one paper in particular, I was going to run a story that has a relationship with Maraid, my friend from work. I've never laughed so hard in my uh, life. If you've ever met Maraid,
0: you'll <laughs> realise that Maraid is a lesbian. And well, you don't won't realise that she's a lesbian. Oh, is that really harsh? But if she, te- I mean, she, I mean, that said, she last time I met her. She told me she was on a fingering band, so, you right. know, within about Can we, 30 I seconds. Know,
1: we, right, let, so, Mairead, anyway, and I rung her up and I was like, thought it was really funny. I was like, oh, apparently we're in a relationship together. Well, that papers were in, so she said, you need to get that story buried, nay. Eh? <laughs> hey, you have got friends and family in Belfast. I don't want them reading that. So, yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Mm. So, I wonder what I'll say this year. God.
1: Can I just say when we're as well, live,
0: live, unfiltered and unedited.
1: I did an interview with a national newspaper a couple of weeks ago, mm, the Sun. And um, when you've got the journalists from that, and it was quite worrying because they were asking if I was worried I was going to get cancelled because of some of the sub- subjects and things we talk about on this podcast. Oh right, which is quite unnerving. And I did say, and I quote, "I, I think we'll go as far as iglooing. I don't think we'll
0: cut." I hope there's nowhere further to no, go. No, I don't
1: think there is. I don't think there is. And I say, like, you don't hear what gets cut out of the episodes. We would have been cancelled years ago if we didn't cut and edit this episode.
0: I don't think we get edited really that much. We did at the start. We did at the start. Yeah, bizarrely. Mm. Now look at us. Oh. Who knows? Anyway, let's do a toast. I'd like to toast Rachel on TikTok, who commented on our referee what-are-you-doing post, which was a video from 2019 when you took me up the turf more. Um, and uh, she said that, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? Needs to be a Burnley chant. So can you make that happen?
1: Potato, wait, no. It's... <laughs> Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? Wendy, can I borrow your potato... I'll work on that. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, I did it. I copy the accent there. Uh,
0: Rachel. Rachel. Thank you. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Oh,
1: mm. It's got a kick. As always, if you need our touch... Uh, well, I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> it's this bloody fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: He's printed it out. It's yes, like but Jordan, Morse it, Codes. In Ben's defence, this bit has been the same for five years. Yeah. Nearly. Nearly. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would
1: love it if you get in touch. You can send your Tales of Trepidation. Do you remember what I couldn't say trepidation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For about two series. You can send your Tales of Trepidation to help at SextonMyBoss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at SextonMyBoss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply and is on the head of paper probably about a year later. The address is on the website,
0: SextonMyBoss.com. I hope if it becomes a full year, I think we've really something's gone wrong. might just a couple of months.
1: I'm so annoyed about those brownies. Okay, good. Then can you not go and make yourself useful and see what office has got those brownies?
0: <laughs> can you not? You can't send him off to why are we... on a brownie mercy dash. He,
1: he press record. What else does he need to do? Seriously, <laughs> i just be on my laptop there. No, don't. I don't like when you're got your laptop. I'm joking. He does a lot more than that.
0: Can we talk about your back quacks? What? Really? How, how was it? Because Jordan sent me a photograph, which really the papers would love, um, of you lying on the bed. Shall we put it up on
1: social? Sure. Yeah, I'm we'll sorry. put it up on yeah.
0: social. has gone. Uh, it was fun. I won't read out the message that came after that uh, when I asked how it was. But um, <laughs> what did I
1: say? <laughs> I think your reply was, "This is why I love you." Yeah. What did I say? I can't say it, Jordan.
0: <laughs> no,
1: we can say it Let's not make a thing of it You say
0: No, actually I can't say it <laughs> Why? I'll say it on the live stream
1: The, um <laughs> <laughs> was, Did they really make you laugh that? It really made me laugh I didn't get my back waxed um, Well, you did I got my back lasered Oh, le- that was it, sorry I am uh, currently going through laser therapy Because William's mm. been telling me Your face looks a lot better Has it worked <laughs> for you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow!
1: Your face looks a lot better since you got... Because William used to... William looked like that guy from the Dandy. What was he called? Dandy. <laughs> was it Dandy?
0: I know who you mean. Yeah. And you, yeah, you... I would have a lot of manly... Because I'm full of testosterone, I would have quite a lot of manly stubble. Yeah. I would shave at 9 o'clock in the morning, for example, and by 10 o'clock, there was stubble. Wow. And... I'll be honest, I'm going to call it out now. I was teaching at a very well-known private school many years ago. I won't say which one, it begins with R. And I was doing a class, and at three o'clock, one of the sort of 15-year-old oiks, probably now in his 25, 26, put his hand... If you're listening to this, you've cost me a lot of money. Put his hand up and went, Sir, if you're talking about etiquette, do you not think it would have been nice if you'd shaved this morning? And, of course, I had shaved that morning. Oh, my God. I've not really got and to... It, I, actually cannot tell you how I'm sort of making some light about it but it really affected me to the point where I have then invested in laser hair surgery oh, on my chin and stubble area so that um, that doesn't happen again I also what? find shaving a bit of a bore
1: I hate, I hate, yeah. I had a shave last night oh, I had a shave last night and bloody razor ran out so I had to finish it off this morning I was half shaven I look like, um You'd only done one bollock Look like, <laughs> You remember my joke That I, I look like I look like Tommy Cooper in that sketch you did, right?
0: Well that's current.
1: Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I'm going through laser therapy, and my god, I was. Have in, you? You've only had one session. Oh, it was agony. Absolutely, yeah. it gets better. I was biting down on my um, pillow. No. <laughs> down on my jumper actually right i had to bite down on that and she was like whatever works for you she was so funny she's like oh you guys are so soft honestly it's always the guys i come in here and do girls fannies and that all the time and they're not bothered
0: Mm. i was like
1: look it's is agony so we've got another one i've got 10 sessions
0: 10 got it's hairy should we put the picture up yeah of uh you lying on the bed yeah
1: did I send it you?
0: You did. Yes. I can send, send it, it on to ben. to ben. We'll put it up as well. It's fun.
1: So, do, do you? Since you've had your face oh, it's, done, oh, it's, it's, it's
0: hardly a problem now. I mean, I'm just having sort of
1: must have been agony on your face.
0: Oh yeah, to begin yeah. with. But it's it's. I just have top up sessions now.
1: What about when you, you got your asshole done? What was that? <laughs> Mikey requested that. didn't
0: he shut up.
1: <laughs> did he? How was that? Was it more bum? Was it more so on your bum or your face?
0: I haven't had anywhere other than my face done. Not what I've straight up. Right. Anyway, can we start a new feature on this? Maybe you know, if you want to, Stephen, if you're listening to this, you can, means create a jingle for this. William's Pillock of the Week. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was in. I'm not going to name the department store, but it's a well-known department store, and I was buying some more Irish breakfast tea for Mikey. Why and does he
1: like Irish breakfast tea?
0: That's he just that's what he likes. Okay. And uh, he's not hard work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I Many years. <laughs> But every relationship you have to work hard for. Anyway, and f- and that department store has gone through a lot of sort of change and they always move things about, et cetera. And oh, it where-
1: bugs me when they do that,
0: yeah. Tescos and stuff. And the men's lavatories <laughs> are not where the men's lavatories used to be for you many, many years. You and lavatories. You and toilets. You need to stop <laughs> hanging around in them, I've told you
1: this. <laughs> you get so worked up about them.
0: Anyway, I finish buying the Irish breakfast tea at the tea counter mm. and I say to the lovely lady... I said, oh, where are your nearest lavatories? I
1: would love to go cottage in.
0: <laughs> where are your nearest lavatories? And she goes, oh, they're in the basement now. I said, okay. And off I go to the basement. Anyway, I can only find the ladies' lavatories. There are no gentlemen's lavatories. I find another member of staff who sees that I'm lost. Sorry, the men's loose. They're down here? She went, they went, no, no, they're on the second floor. on the second floor? I said, on the second, no, I was told there are some down here. She went, no, we've only got female lavatories. So no, anyway, I go back up the stairs. Tea counter woman sees me and she goes, oh, you know, are you, can I help you with anything else? And I said... There are no loos downstairs. She went, well, not for men. And I said, but what? She said, where are your nearest lavatories? I don't want to know where your nearest lavatories are. (laughs) I don't care where you go. I want to know where my loos are. What a pillock to interpret. Where are your nearest lavatories? Oh, right, I'm with you. (laughs) Like... No, I want to know, it was a, my nice way of saying, "Where's where are the men's loo?" Didn't you write a letter to
1: Harrods because he changed the toilets as well? Yes. Let's just put this into perspective. This man here is 33 years old and actually wrote a letter to Harrods because they changed a sign on the toilets or
0: something <laughs> it? Well, it was an email and they still haven't, in the hair and beauty department, they still haven't corrected it.
1: I wish I had as much time on my hands as you. I really do. Anyway. Any, any more pellets of the week?
0: Well, no, but I do, I'd do. like to apologise to Alex, our video editor, uh, who came a few months ago when we talked about afternoon tea on oh, this podcast. Sorry to mm.
1: Alex, our video editor, who keeps sending me pictures of fucking wild snakes and videos of wild snakes in Australia on Instagram.
0: <laughs> Cheers, Alex. Alex, don't send your snake on Instagram.
1: Yeah, stop sending me pictures of these snakes. He he was on a hike in Australia when this made me think of you, and just this big snake went past him. I was like,
0: yeah, disgusting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's coming through. G'day, mate. I've got an impression of a snake. G'day, mate. I'm just going to sliver through here. Oh, little camp snakes. (laughs) It's just
0: Diego. Diego. Anyway, Alex went for after. Oh, slap me on the barbie. Come on. (laughs) Alex went for afternoon tea in Manchester at a, at a nice hotel and I have previously said that at good afternoon teas uh, in London, they will everything is replenishable. So if you finish your plate of sandwiches and you say you can have more sandwiches, it comes, it's included in the price. Well, I need to caveat my advice because it turns out not in Manchester. Oh, that
1: bugs me. That. Because
0: Alex asked for several more plates of sandwiches thinking, fantastic, they're free, and then got presented with the bill for additional additional sandwiches. Are you joking? Because he was following my advice. So I, I owe Alex some sandwiches. That's,
1: can I just say, it's mm. my favourite city. I love Manchester. Yep. But that's it's getting. I, I think Manchester's getting ridiculous now. It's the same price as a pint in central Manchester for, as in London. It never used to be like... I mean, Manchester was always a bit dearer than like Preston and Burnley and surrounding areas. A pint in Manchester now, in central Manchester, is just pretty much the same as one in... London, really? And I think like rent and everything. Just yeah, it's my favourite city. I always want to move back there. Bye. I'm sorry, it just ran over. That doesn't surprise me that they're charging people for.
0: Like, well, they don't in London. So in that instance, London's got got one up on Manchester. But yes, Manchester mm-hmm. is a lovely city. I I do agree. Yeah. Um, and any any more for any more? Uh, I
1: think I'm uh, I think I'm, I'm I'm done there. Are uh, you? Yeah. Uh. What was I going to mention? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm done. Shall we go to William's etiquette? What the bloody hell are you I was doing
0: just there? getting my etiquette of the week.
1: Oh, it's on a piece of paper. I thought you knew it off by
0: heart. Excuse me, you've got a whole book there. A joke? Yes. Well, I'm not a comedian.
1: You I know claim that. to be an etiquette <laughs> expert. So it's the. It's, I'm sorry. It's the brownies. If they just had the all back in week, I'd be looking forward to them brownies.
0: We'll see if we can get some for the live show.
1: No. Yes, please.
0: More on that in a minute. It's
1: just the peanut butter on them, right? Sorry, that was really arsy. I do love you. I love you to bits. I love you to bits. It's um, time for Metacology fucking ology of the week.
0: Jingle. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge,
1: quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, manners a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette monology of the Week.
0: And this week, we're going to talk about the origins of the expression "spend a penny." Oh well, I can tell you that. Well, all right then. Well, it used to cost a penny
1: to go to public lavatories.
0: Well, that that's a large part of it, but we'll, we'll <laughs> go into. <and> <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit. God. <laughs> Everyone knows that. There's a bit more to it.
1: Oh, right, well we'll find out what spend a penny means. I've been a knob today,
0: aren't I? Just so, just just if, if everyone could leave what they think of Jordan's performance today in their
1: reviews on Apple Podcasts that would
0: be great. Yeah, if you think Jordan's being a bit RC, please um write in the review. No, I don't. I don't mean to be. As long as you put five stars.
1: Okay. Right, we'll find out what Williams etymology" means after this break. Okay, Gene Devers, thanks for sticking with us. It's now time to find out the meaning of this week's Etiquette Melogy with Will Willie Manson.
0: Well So why why I have chosen particularly to do the spend a penny thing is because actually in researching this, what we found was that before public lavatories were sort of made available, and actually when do you think public loos became a thing? I don't British know. Room? When did you
1: become obsessed with him?
0: In 1851. <laughs> okay. It's just before seven o'clock uh, in the evening. Well,
1: people have needed to wee since... <laughs> The, yes. Since the like, since we were prime. prime okay.
0: Yeah. Since humans walked yeah, first, walked the earth. We've always needed to weigh, Yes, but at places like Versailles during the quarter of the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth, they just used to um, go in the corridors. Public no. lavatories were not no. a thing. Yep This is what we, you just up oh, the wall w- in a bucket. W- or just if you were a lady in a dress, you just. No. In fact, there are there are records of aristocrats, and of course, sadly, they had. Uh, Lots of staff who were then expected to clear it up, so it's pretty... No,
1: really? You see,
0: this is why I thought I'd do this one, because it's interesting. It's not just spend a penny.
1: Imagine being so arrogant to just have a pissing. I know, it's
0: disgusting.
1: Yeah. I used to, uh, at my grandma's house, because I was scared to go upstairs on my own, she used to let me wee in the backyard. Right.
0: Well, well, at least that's outside. Did anyone else used to be scared? Yeah, but how old were you? 22?
1: No, did anyone else used to be scared to go upstairs on their own? So my grandma would be like, I'm not going up them stairs, bless her. She's like, I can't move up because she went, she'd open back the backyard for me. You
2: oh, you a dog? But,
1: yeah, she would like I was a dog and I'd wee in, in great in right. down drain. Anyway, anyway don't back
0: know. to the history. So, as I say, the first uh, loos with a great exhibition in Hyde Park in 1851. But, and this is where we go all a bit feminist.
1: They're femi- still
0: there, I think, aren't they? <laughs> they are. There are, are lavatories in Hyde Park, yes. Yeah. This is where we all go a bit feminist. Because those loos, however, were only for men.
1: That's a bit harsh. There was
0: no provision for ladies. Women had to wait until the 1860s, so ten years later. Have when, a yeah. have a way? In in be... Yeah. In a public lavatory. It was the first ABC tea room uh, that had a new innovation, which was a loo for ladies. And obviously, yes, you would all, whether you're a man or woman, you would spend a penny, which is nothing to us now, but was quite a lot of money back then, in order to uh, go to the loo and, the, and a penny was there to, to designed to keep out the riffraff so it was it's not a lot to us now but it was a lot back oh, then. So, so you'd
1: say I'm going to go and spend a penny. Yeah
0: and it was department stores like Harrods, Selfridges etc uh, that brought in lavatories for, for ladies and then sort of it became fairly common practice to have loo, uh, loos for all genders. Oh okay. So there we go that's the origins of spend a penny and lavatories.
1: Wow that's interesting.
0: It you see, is. we this is the journey we go on every time it's. I do an etic etymology. You slag it off at and the I'll start. Slag it off. Yes. You go, oh, we all know what Victorians, all their Roman times. And then. <laughs> Why are you making me sound like Sean Deitch? Lovely Sean. And then we get on to. Well, it's interesting. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Why do we say number two? That I do. That I don't know. Oh, oh was it because it needed two flushes? I think because one, oh, is number it? one was you needed to pull the chain once. Number two is I think you had to pull two. I think. I'm okay. going to research that and come oh, back okay. to you, but, but that's there. an educated guess.
1: Yeah. That's why we call it a crap as well, don't we?
0: Because it was invented by Thomas Crapper. I'm
1: going to use the crapper. Yeah. Yeah. Eartha kit.
0: No, I think it was just, she was a singer.
1: Yeah, it's has got slang, isn't
0: it? Oh, is it? Go through an earther. Right. Drop the kids off. Okay.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of slang for pooing
0: the dictionary. Mm. Lovely. Well, look. Last week, Jean Davies, we told you all about our exciting fifth birthday plans, which is a now dump. thank you, which is now only a week away. If you're listening to this in real time, um, we will be live streaming a full episode next week, and we'll be revealing the top five sexted moments as voted for you in the weekend release. So you can join us for the live stream event of the year, apparently, on TikTok and YouTube. Oh, is it
1: on TikTok as well? Oh, okay. TikTok
0: and YouTube, you set your alarms, put a reminder in for Monday the 20th of March at 7.30pm UK time, you don't want to miss it. Have
1: we checked, like, there's nothing big happening in Corrie that week, or there's a big, like, if it's like a Happy
0: Valley finale? Well, no, I think Happy Valley's all off. Yeah, but is there a big... Yes, what are the one show doing on the 20th of March at 7 o'clock?
1: I've got a funny feeling we might be playing City in FA Cup that day. I have
0: a funny feeling you won't be watching it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is this is how most of our arguments start, Gene <laughs> Divas.
0: Um, but look, we're we're going to have because obviously a big thing of uh, your life and the Gene Divas is well, a what pic- are you doing? Coming out with a big red book? Is a <laughs> <laughs> is a picky tea? Oh, we're doing a picky tea. Yes, so I thought we could have a picky tea. Gene Divas could have a picky tea yes. as they sit and watch.
1: That's a great idea, so next Monday we're going live, make sure you get yourself a picky tea, and I'll make a, we'll do a picky tea as well, shall we? And hopefully we'll have some brownies.: Meet a 33-year-old and throwing a paddy over
0: brownies. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to them all we, William.: oh, wow. I'm sorry. It's fine. Shall we go on to the listeners problems? Yes,
1: please.
0: This is from Saskia from The Wirral. Dear William and Jordan. I never normally seek out advice, however I feel like an outsider's perspective might be useful on this. I have recently moved to Oxford to start a new teaching post. My partner of two years was working in Spain and we were trying long distance. Despite feeling the relationship had come to a natural end, he decided to uproot himself and move to Oxford with me. I wasn't thrilled at this as I felt it was a lot of pressure, however he decided to move anyway. He did not have accommodation organised so ended up staying with me for two weeks until he found somewhere to live. During this stay I found one of my expensive clay face masks smudged all over a bath towel. I thought it odd, as he's not often one to practise self-care. Holding the towel and inspecting it further, I decided to take a sniff, only to find out it was human faeces.
1: Jesus Christ, is this... Now, I'm very much aware of Spanish culture. I don't, No, they don't use towels to wipe their ass. No.
0: The man had pooed on my towel and then hung it back up, as if exerting his dominance. Upon confrontation, he denied it despite me holding a skid-stained bath rag clutched in my angry fist. The man had no shame, only fury. When I threw it into the laundry basket and went to do a wash, he grew furious and said that he could wait until morning. I didn't have a wink that night, I think. Yes, wink that night, knowing there were human faeces touching my various other delicate garments waiting to be washed. Every time I now see him, I can't stop thinking about it, and I feel it has highlighted various other hygiene issues that he may have. I guess aside from needing to vent, my question is this. Is it over when you can't be intimate with someone because they've shit on your bath towel? Saskia from the Wirral.
1: Right, in in his defence, No, there's no defence! No, listen, listen. <laughs> there's no right. defence. She's made it out like he's he's wiped his ass on a towel and I think all he's done is left the little skid mark after drying himself. And that's happened to me before. I had me and me and Ryan had our mate round to stay over, and we'd give him a towel, and he said, Can I have another one? And that's got a skid mark on it. And my dad had used it before him. So that does happen. Little little skiddies do happen on towels. Like, if you've you know that but I it, she'd made it sound Saskia, tell me if I'm wrong here, but she made it sound like he'd literally wiped his heart. A little skid stain. Just put right. it in wash. Mm. Like, it doesn't it don't sound... Are you telling me Mikey's never left a little skiddy on a towel? No. It
0: happens, Ben. No, I don't really need to know this about Ben.
1: No, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying I've ever done it, but you just put it in wash.
0: Saskia, dump him.
1: No, if he's... <laughs> right, Saskia, if he's had a... It, it, I'm putting it bluntly, if he's had his shit in and used your towel no, to wipe but I also a...
0: don't like how he reacted. Even if you take... if Even if you excuse the accidental He's probably bleh. just got out of a shower. I, th- I think it sounds like more than that.
1: Dried himself, done a floss and got a bit of shit on the towel. He should have put it in wash basket.
0: No, you were having second dance before he even moved over <laughs> to this country. Get rid of him. Come on. Come on, Saskia. You're Christ. only young once.
1: Going through divorce procedures over a skiddy I don't a towel. think they're divorced. My mum and dad'd be separated twenty times
0: over by now if that was them. Good. This is from Duncan. Dear William and Jordan, I'm writing about an incident that happened. She wants to
1: change bed and he did it. She went mad at him.
0: I'm just not convinced, <laughs> your parents. <laughs> are <laughs> gonna love this.
1: Shall I? Did? Um, anyway, she up bed in the room. Can I go? Yes.
0: Dear William and Jordan, I'm writing in about an incident that happened a while back that still haunts me to this day. I have regular blood tests for health reasons, and although I'm a big fan of having a prick in my hand most of the time, I'm not that keen on needles. My MO is usually to look away when the needle goes in, and then, once I get told to unclench my hand, I look back towards the phlebotomist. On this particular occasion, the phlebotomist was a man, and we seemed to be getting on quite well. I did my usual trick of looking away as the needle went in, and, as it instructed, I unclenched my hand. Bearing in mind I was still looking away at this point, imagine my surprise when, unbeknownst to me, the phlebotomist had taken a step forward and my hand opened to encounter not empty air, but what felt like an unexpected pair of plums. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she
0: Well, it's from Duncan. Oh. (laughs) I can tell you. I can tell you from bitter experience that trying to move your hand away from someone's testicles while they have a needle jammed in your forearm is quite tricky. but it's not as tricky as trying to take a blood sample from someone who is now blushing so hard that every drop of blood in their body is now in their face. I was mortified, but he was very kind about it. Well, so he bloody well should be. Is there a polite or tactful way to extract yourself from such a situation, or is your only option to limit the damage and try to avoid ending up on some kind of register? Keep up the good work, all the best, Duncan. Duncan, that, that is him, not you. Why are you... Don't blame no, yourself. No, I
1: think he's gone to grab his hand, and he's grabbed his... Oh, I've... I... No, no, The phlebotomist has... Is... Do us roleplay. play. No. I'm not grabbing his bollocks. <laughs> no chance. Draw the line there. And he's not grabbing mine. Right, so the phlebotomist... Ben, sit down. He's like this. you got to put your arm out. And then it, he's
0: gone like... Oh. Oh, he... I see. Oh, I thought the phlebotomist oh, has... No, yeah. Like, A
1: almost... A bit. Isn't that how Bill and Ben speak?
0: <laughs> phlebotomist.
1: Anyway, Duncan, my advice here is simple. Like... Oh, I see. I many, okay, now I see. I, I know many nurses, a couple of doctors, and they've all got stories, and they love sharing stories, the things they find up people's asses and stuff like that. So it'll just be one of those stories that he tells for years to come,
0: and everyone will love it. Oh, like, I, I thought was he'd giving... whipped them out whilst Duncan was looking the other way. No,
1: he wasn't whipping them out. No,
0: fine. Bloody hell. Your fantasies.
1: I know. And he's scrubs whipping out his bollocks. Ugh he would love that. With a little Booper logo over his breast
0: pocket. Yes, <laughs> such a... T-
1: <laughs> Are you with Booper?
0: No, I'm not, actually. I have no private medical insurance. Oh, God. Unless I go abroad. Because we've got the NHS, and it's fantastic. Exactly. It's wonderful. This one is from Cat. Ooh. Ooh. Is it from this cat? Dear William and... Oh, no, that's a bit... No, that's Vicar Tom. Margaret Thatcher.
1: Dear William
0: uh, There's not a lot of nuance.
1: <laughs> and Jordan and EPB, the ladies, not for turning.
0: Hello, friends. I was visiting my parents for a couple of days, when which can be frustrating at times. Now, I'm all about women keeping themselves frustration-free, if you get what I mean, and there's nothing wrong with packing in a little BOSP, battery-operated side piece. Um okay. going
1: to see your mother.
0: Toys all charged up. What is in the waters of today this couldn't
1: week? You, couldn't you wait until you
0: Toys all charged up. I was at my parents' and on night two I was ready to climb out of my skin. My dad had gone to bed and I told my mum I was going to go to bed too. But when I got into bed I found myself not tired enough and thought this would be a good opportunity to release the stress. Now, I'm a 21st century woman and I like myself a little spot of porn. But the video alone doesn't do it. Uh, It has to have the sound on as well. I I know where this is going. So I popped my headphones on and started... Pursuing the different categories Online shopping That bitch Until I found the one That helped the inspiration along Okay By this time I'd gotten off the bed And was sitting on the floor Now I know this is weird But my parents had installed The softest carpet ever And I have ADHD We do weird stuff Mm-hmm Uh, There I was on the floor, getting really into it, loud moaning in my ears and trying to be as quiet as I could. The combination was working, let's just say the train was coming into the station. Luckily, in the throes of enjoyment, my headphones had slipped off slightly and I heard my mum approach my room. Next thing, she bursts into the room, I throw my headphones off and sit upright, trying to get the vibrator to shut off and the loud moaning on the headphones to stop. The vibrator doesn't want to stop vibrating, and suddenly this quiet and discreet vibrator is not so quiet and not so discreet, but the moaning over the headphones is even louder. Luckily, she was talking to me about something. Uh, I left and was bringing it to me, so I finally managed to shut off the porn and get the vibrator off. You don't want to come around the bed. You don't want to see this, I yell at her. But she's around the bed, and there I am, stuck on the floor with the vibrator inside me, waiting and wishing for the world to swallow me whole. She got a fright, turned around, left what she was bringing on the bed and said, you do weird shit. She leaves the room and I'm dying of embarrassment. And needless to say, the train died as it was about to reach the station. Could I have avoided this very embarrassing ordeal? Maybe I should have left my BS, BOSP at home. Lots of love from Kat. And the answer to your question is, yes, you should.
1: That's dramatic. That's
0: absolutely dramatic.
1: She, she was speaking to a mum whilst the vibrator was still inside her. It's disgusting. I'll be down in a minute. Just give us a minute.
0: (laughs) You've got a very powerful one. Let's put it that way.
1: (laughs) Thanks for tea. I'll see you in the morning. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yes, the moral of the story is don't be taking your sex toys when you're going to visit your mum and dad. You know, you could have just...
0: Yeah, look, there's a time and a place... I don't think doing stuff at your parents. I think you you were asking for trouble, cat. You've only got yourself to blame. Hopefully, you never talk about it again. Your own fault. Lesson learned. Jesus. Okay. It's well, it's not her fault, but equally, you put your head. For, like, I don't, is there a lock on the door? Could you have locked the door? Could you have put a chair against the door? Go on. All yeah. sorts of other things. Have we done that one? This is from Harry. Dear William Jordan EPB, I have recently returned from living in Sweden. Sweden? Vodpaka. I can't remember the Swedish for hello. Abba. Hello? Abba, with my partner of five years, we are from the. U- uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, we need to go and see that. We need to get tickets for that. Abba. Abba Voyage. Abba Voyage. Yes.
1: 200 quid a ticket? They're not even there. What? Well, hundred and
0: twenty quid. Or I'm not paying that. Not for a hologram.
1: That's what I mean. They're not even there. No. Hello, just... London. Canal. Hell. Two hundred <laughs> quid. Hundred and twenty quid a ticket. And you're not even here. Anyway, when you die and we're still touring, <laughs> not when I die and we're still touring,
0: it'll be my hologram, won't it? Listen, you might not even turn up on the tour. It's actually a good investment. What's that mean? Could be on holiday.
1: Oh God, let it go.
0: We are from the UK but moved to Sweden for a little over a year for work. We came back last month and we have been living with my partner's mother, Ruth, and stepfather Mike. We have a deposit ready and are looking to buy a place of our own as soon as possible. Oh, good luck. I get on well with both of our hosts and they have been nothing but kind and accommodating however. Mm. On Friday morning, something happened that I've not been able to stop thinking about. My partner's stepfather starts work early in the morning and is up and about around the same time as me. I woke up that morning and went into the kitchen to make a coffee. Mike was seemingly up, but he wasn't in the kitchen. As I entered the kitchen, I heard something playing on the Alexa that sits on the breakfast bar. It was quite faint, so I turned it up and realised it was the sound of a woman enthusiastically getting spit-roasted by two men. Jesus, what is going on this week? One of whom sounded a bit like Hulk Hogan. There's a lot of detail in this.
1: is he, he dead now?
0: With hindsight, what I well should have done dead, was I? at this point made a U-turn and head straight back upstairs, yes, pretending yes, I'd heard nothing. Yes, absolutely. But in my panic, I quite loudly said, Alexa, stop. The soundtrack stopped immediately and then was faintly audible through the door of the downstairs loo. It then quickly stopped and there was a deathly silence that probably lasted all of ten seconds but felt like an eternity. It was at this point that I went upstairs to hide in the bathroom until Mike left for work. Clearly I had interrupted Mike having a nice time in the downstairs loo before work while Ruth was in bed. No problem with that per se, we all have needs. Now though he will know that I know what he was up to. This makes me cringe so hard I feel like I'm going to turn inside out. He's been acting completely normal as if nothing has happened, and so have I. Best way. I haven't told a soul. We've written into us. Not even my partner. I don't even know if I should. Should I bring it up discreetly and say his secret is safe? Should I say nothing to anyone and take this to my grave? Should I cut all contact with them and leave the country for a remote island and never return? Please help from Harry. Never happened, Harry. It never... Erase it from your memory. I mean, I love the fact that you've said you've told nobody and, and, you know, you're trying to keep the secret safe. You said the mother's name is Ruth, the stepfather's called Mike, and you're called Harry. And you've just lived in Sweden for a year. So, I mean, it's quite, I mean, if there's anyone listening that can work that one out. Harry, after five,
1: just erase it from your mind. Five, four, three, two, one. Never happened.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree you have to pretend it didn't happen. I carry on. It's awful. I say it's awful.
1: What is we... Ever, what is we... Off? We've got some horny G&D-vers, have not we? For
0: the live stream, can we just do a nice, you know, just the napkin go on the left or the right? Which Which is my Prove water Prove the old saying, isn't it? The difference between an
1: egg and a wank. You can't beat a wank. No, you can beat an egg. You've ruined the joke. Sorry. You can beat an egg.
0: Can't right. Yes. Yeah. With a knife, if you want to make an omelette... Because this is a Delia Smith chip. Oh, do you, make so if you use a with fork, knives? Yeah. Well, I beat the eggs with a knife because then it doesn't blend the egg quite so much, which is what produces a fluffy egg. Read your Delia, and you'll know that. Oh. Well, there we go. Next week we'll do nicer letters.
1: And I will try and make an egg with a knife next time.
0: Yes. So it's just a table knife. You to don't just need to use, use a, a knife. Yeah. What if you're having a wank? Fork or a knife? Neither. <laughs> and next week I'll tell you a good use for the rolling pin. Now, should we talk about what's coming up on the weekend release? The rolling pin?
1: Christ live.
0: What's coming up on the weekend release? Um, We've been sent in some
1: more artwork. Oh, lovely. So you'll be able to hear how that sounds,
0: looks on Friday. (laughs) That'll work on an audio-based podcast.
1: And uh, we'll discuss if the podcast requires an upper age limit Mm. as well, which we think it should. I think it definitely needs one. Don't be letting your kids listen to this. It needs a lower age limit as well. Yeah. Anyway, okay, listen every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back on Friday with our bonus. You can watch us on YouTube every weekend and get us all week on your socials. We're at Sex With My Boss and we'll be back on Friday.
0: Goodbye. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.